Hello everyone, it's been so long. So anyway, if you don't know, my name is Jess and this is Jess in the Flesh. Um, so basically, this is a podcast slash radio show that I have set up. I'm currently in my basement just vibing. Um, so I just play music, I have commentary. Um, I'm kind of switching the theme up of the show. It's been a while since I broadcasted last. It's been at least like a couple of months, maybe like two to three months. Um, and a lot has happened. So I'm just gonna kind of tell you what the show is about, fill you in on where I've been, what's up, and then we'll get some music on for you guys. So um, anyway, this show generally, I'm changing the topic. It used to be mainly about like social media and content creation and stuff, but I wasn't really resonating with that as much anymore. Um, I feel like now the show is gonna be more like my own personal therapy session. <laughs> um, but not really, like, I'm just gonna talk about me as a 23 year old trying to navigate life after college. Um, as if you don't didn't know, I just graduated May of 2020, so woo! Like, yeah, I did it. And, um, you know, it's been an interesting time in my life. So I figured I might as well talk about that, you know, adulting, just coping with life, mental health, and self-development. So all those are kind of topics that I really like to talk about. And, you know, it's kind of talking through my struggles and my situations in hopes of, like, helping someone else out. Because at the end of the day, I feel like we all have similar problems and, you know, might as well share your own to help other people. Um, and so, yeah, because I've gone through a lot, The like, just based on my age, I feel like I have a lot of wisdom to offer and this show is very different from other content that I have online. Um, mainly my YouTube channel. My my YouTube channel is honestly something else. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. Um, that content is more just like for fun. Um, and I really don't take that seriously, but I feel like here it's more about like, you know, me showing my true personality and being more transparent. Like that Part of me is still me on my YouTube channel, which by the way is youtube.com slash justwise if you were interested in checking out my content there. Um, but I feel like this is going to add more value and just be an overall better vibe. <laughs> um, so if you're watching the live stream on Twitch right now, I can't see any of the comments because of my computer setup. I only have one screen. So, yeah, for now, that's what we're going to deal with. Also, it looks like I'm filming on a toaster, um, but it's just the webcam that comes with my laptop. We ain't bougie yet, okay? I don't have the funds, but, um, you know, if you would like to support me, feel free to do so in your free time. I'm kidding, you don't have to, but, um, you know. It's, it's nice to be able to boost my quality at some point. Alright, so where I've been. Um, the last time you saw me, I think I was talking a lot about like self-development, productivity, that kind of stuff. Um, and it's crazy because at that point, I was a very different person than like I normally am. Um... I, you know, after the virus kind of abruptly ended school, I kind of, you know, kind of got a little discouraged, a little depressed. Um, and so then at that point, I really turned to like self-development and I kind of threw myself into it. Like head first, I went in too hard and too fast, that and the law of attraction and everything. And it really like messed with how I was thinking and my mind and then I got swept into an MLM and 
um, that was an experience. Um, and then I stopped doing that. I quit. I wasted hundreds of dollars. Um, and at that point afterwards, I was kind of like burnt out because I threw myself into that really quickly. Um, but I'll explain that whole situation maybe next week in an episode. Um, but yeah, so recently I've just kind of been getting back into things I used to enjoy. One of them being the show, which is great. Um, cause I miss doing this. Um, even though my audience isn't the largest, I appreciate anyone who takes time out of their day to like listen to me because, you know, we all need someone to listen to us at some point. Um, and we each have our own way of expressing ourselves and this is kind of one of the ways I do so. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just getting back to things I used to enjoy, used, <laughs> used to enjoy. Um, yeah, like this show, like I mentioned, also I've been trying to get back into my YouTube channel, like I said, art. I've really been diving into learning new things, new skills, because, you know, without school anymore, like having assignments, I like to learn things because I'm a nerd. So I, you know, do a lot of research on a bunch of random topics that I find interest in, but I'll kind of talk about that later. Um, the subject of this show itself is reflecting on my college experience and, you know, my life after college, kind of what I've been up to, what's happening, especially during the current state of the world. Um, it's a very interesting time for everyone, so I hope everyone's, like, staying safe and making the most of it, you know? So, we're gonna get into some music now. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, so up first we have Spooky Ghost by Snack Pack. Alright, this is time for our first music recap of the day. So, for the first song, I played Spooky Ghosts by Snack Pack, spelled S-N-C-K-P-C-K. Then I played Sorry Haha I Fell Asleep by Egg, <laughs> honestly iconic, <laughs> A Dream by Denver Pike, as well as I Wanna Die Easy by Wee's Sure Dedicated. Okay, guys, so on to more commentary. Um, so overall for me, college really had a lot of ups and downs. Um, you know, we ha I had my good years. I had my bad years. Um, I went into a lot of detail on this topic in a YouTube video I recently posted on, you know, my YouTube channel, but... I figured I would go over it here in kind of more depth because this is, you know, my time to speak my mind and it's like unedited, real, raw. Um, and there was a lot of stuff I cut out of that video just solely because if I left it all in, it would have been like a 30 or 40 minute long video. And your girl does not have that high of a retention rate, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, and anyway, if you saw me during that little, uh, music break, um, feasting, today, our stream is sponsored by generic store brand pretzels, um, the bag is completely ripped in half, so, um, love that for us, <laughs> but yeah, I'm kidding, uh, there's no sponsor, obviously, but, you know, jokes aside, um, yeah, so, there were a lot of ups and downs, for me and school um you know we'll just go through all four years kind of a general overview of things that went down and then i will rank the <laughs> i'll rank my college years definitively this is an official definitive ranking of my school years so like i mentioned earlier i graduated in may of 2020 um, with an art degree, and then a psycho- I have a psychology minor, so, um, it was something- it was kind of something I just, like, fell into solely because it was kind of the furthest I was along with, like, class-wise, and your girl was not wasting any more money on school, um, Long story short, I had an academic advisor, and he didn't give me good advice. He kind of told me to take 
whatever courses I wanted as opposed to fulfilling my general ed requirements when I was undeclared coming into school. And so I took five extra classes that didn't count towards my degree or anything. So I wasted my time and my money. Um, but you know, it kind of taught me a valuable lesson that sometimes authority, um, they, they misguide you and you have to really just think from an outside perspective. Not to say you should like go against authority all the time, but like, you gotta think logically, you know, some people might have good intentions, like I understood what he was coming from because he was like, you know, if you just take what you want, you'll figure it out. But what he didn't know is I'm the most indecisive ass mofo in these streets, okay? So I, I, can't, I can't make a decision to save my life. So um, that's essentially why that happened and why I ended up being an art major because it was the furthest thing I was along with. Um, so yeah. About that, I'm just gonna do now an overview, like I mentioned. So, freshman year was so rough for me, man. Let me tell you. So, when I first got to campus and my family dropped me off, I really didn't want them to leave. I didn't have any friends. Um, I know there was, like, a group chat for, like, my class. I was in it, but I didn't talk. I, I was always kind of that person. Like, I would just, like, be there to observe, um... And I've just always been the, the quiet type, the shy one in the corner. I never really like to draw any attention to myself because, you know, I, I just didn't want to be annoying or a burden on anyone. And, you know, I feel like I'm just naturally more of a pessimist. Um, so I just didn't want to drag someone else down with me. And so I just did not say anything. Um... And also, just in general, growing up, I had a lot of friends move away, and so I kind of um, internalized that, you know, if I make friends, they're just gonna leave me, and so I just didn't want to put in that effort or felt like unnecessary energy into other people, which, you know, became very lonely and isolating and um, ended up hurting people because I would push people away. So then I could prepare for them leaving as opposed to, um, you know, just accepting the hurt when it came. But, you know, freshman year of college, yeah, they, I didn't want my family to leave me after they had this little, like, commencement ceremony. We all, like, strutting out stuff in our matching t-shirts, um, which were very cringy, but we all had to wear them. It was a requirement, unfortunately. But, um... You know, I was left there with my roommate who I didn't know, and she kind of just took me with her friends to the cafeteria to eat food. And, you know, when she was finished eating, I wasn't done, and she got up and she left. And then her friends who were there literally yelled after her to, like, oh, you forgot your roommate. Like, bitch, I'm a person. <laughs> I'm not an object. I'm not like your lost keys. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't like that. That was my first day. And that was not a good, like that, that, that did not settle with me the right way. Um, and I was already having a hard enough time. Um, especially because I have a really close bond with my little sister. And so, like, leaving her was just really hard for me. Um, and like... After that point, I basically spent most of my freshman year of college alone in my dorm room. I didn't really have any friends. I kind of just went to class, came back, stayed in my room um, because I just, like, missed my family. And instead of, like, going out and socializing, I was just really sad. Um, I would basically call my mom every single day and talk to her for a minimum of an hour. Most of the time it was, like, two hours. Um... And, you know, it was really hard for me. And as a creature of habit and living in my comfort zone, that adjustment was just so hard. That transition just, it was very hard for me to personally kind of like deal with and go through and all that. Um, but I did get involved in a couple of things on campus. So it wasn't like I was literally doing nothing. 
Um, I did campus radio, which was super fun, um, which kind of inspired this whole idea of this, like, kind of live-streamed radio podcast vibe. So I have to owe it to that for, you know, this whole thing being a thing. Um, and that's where I met my sophomore year roommate. So we became friends after that, and she was my first friend I made at college, really. Um, the other people I hung out with freshman year were kind of just um, people out of convenience that I uh, were, was acquainted with, you know, through getting to know each other cheesy events and we bonded on hating being there. So <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. Um, except, yeah, another thing freshman year, um, my roommate and I had our fair share of issues. Um, she didn't really know about them because I held all of my problems with her inside. She probably had problems with me too, but I never really vocalized them. Um, and, you know, there were just nights where it would be like 2am on a school night and I would have a test the next day or whatever, and she would still have her friends in the room and they would be loud and I'm like laying in bed, pulling the covers over my head, like, <laughs> like, like, get the hit. Uh, and like, you know, that would happen. She would just talk really loud on the phone. Um, you know, and there were multiple times where her boyfriend at the time would stay over and I would wake up and he would be there and that made me very uncomfortable. But I didn't really <laughs> mention any of this to her. Because I didn't want to cause a problem, like, I didn't want to create waves, and then I would have to meet a new person to be my roommate, and, like, I was so shy that I was like, nah, that's too hard, I can't do this more than once, so I, I just sucked it up, and I dealt with that as it came, I mean, ultimately it wasn't the worst it could have been, like, I could have gotten a worse roommate, she was, she was really nice, she, I just felt like there was a lack of respect there, um, and I just didn't really let it be known that I had issues because I didn't want to cause conflict. And I don't speak up because, you know, I just don't like to create waves or stir the pot. I like to keep the peace. Um, so there was that. Also freshman year, I um, did this thing at my school called Outdoor Leadership, where essentially um, I like trained to be an instructor and like I learned wilderness first aid and it was supposed to be like you know t it's a program where you take kids camping fishing canoeing like all, all these outdoor activities and I, like I learned a lot but doing that I didn't talk to anyone like I didn't have any friends in the program either um and so I didn't stick with it and that's something that could have been like paid for like I could have made school coin <laughs> Um, but I didn't decide to do that, and, like, that's something I wish I did. But, you know, I was still very isolated, um, and, you know, it wasn't ideally the best for me mentally, but I dealt with it as I did, and life went on, and then it came to sophomore year. Um, so, sophomore year, like I mentioned earlier, my radio talk show co-host who was my first friend um her roommate freshman year let me room with the both of them so the three of us were rooming sophomore year and we were roommates all the way through senior year we all became really good friends so my co-host's roommate kind of brought me into her friend group of people um so that was good like i had people to eat with at lunch because also, I didn't mention this freshman year, I never ate in the calf because I was so self-conscious of eating alone that I would always get, like, a to-go box, and I only ate salad and pasta because I didn't trust the food. And I literally, like, you know how people got the freshman 15? Like, no, I lost, like, 10 pounds. So <laughs> I had the opposite effect on my schooling, which was not really my schooling, but more so, like, my eating habits, which was weird. But anyway, back to sophomore year. This is kind of jumping all around, but thoughts come to mind, and this is live, so <laughs> bear with me, bitches. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was brought into my um, my roommate's friend group, and they were all really nice and open and warm people. Um, I was starting to socialize. I started to go out and hang out with them. 
like have like pre-games and go to parties and things like even though partying really wasn't my scene or whatever I um they made me feel like really comfortable and it was just an overall good situation and it was just a happy and fun time in my life um and I met some I met some good people um so thankfully she helped me make some friends at school because otherwise it would have been really sad like my freshman year of college um you know and then uh the next couple years I was on and off again with a guy who was my friend and then you know it escalated to something more and then um you know it just didn't end well and that kind of ruined junior year for me um because we made a bad decision to decide dating like a week before the spring semester ended like that's dumb and we were long distance and I didn't want to be a burden so like I didn't really communicate well and it kind of just fell apart like it destroyed destruction but um I'm glad that it did because he didn't really show his true colors um to me <laughs> or to really anyone I feel like everyone was kind of fooled and it's, there's a lot of them that are still fooled but like I'm not about to spill all that tea because it's not really my place um but yeah so beginning of junior year that ended we had a fling um that ended you know um and that year I also had like a tarot reading on campus which is a very like obscure thing that I remembered because we have this like campus carnival and then they kind of like they have like psychics so I have my tarot cards read and the lady said that um like my my love life wasn't gonna be like traditional like don't don't like put pressure on it being like a normal thing like marriage kids and all that and I'm like but I think I want, like, I think I want that at some point. I just, I'm not emotionally available or sound, you know? So, um, yeah, it was just, it was just really strange situation. And she also said that, like, my career was going to be something having to do with, like, helping people. I'm thinking about art therapy. She was like, well, yeah, like a psychiatrist. I see you working with, like, children or, like, teenagers. I'm like, yeah. Um, so I thought that was really interesting, but she said my life wasn't going to be, like, traditional, so that kind of excites me because I don't want it to be, <laughs> like, I don't know, it's kind of weird with me, like, I feel like if I get, like, a normal 9 to 5 job, I will lose my freedom, and, like, I really value that, and for some people I feel like that may sound ridiculous, but in my mind, like, that's what it is, like, I would rather build something for myself that I have complete control over and ownership than building someone else's asset. Um, but that's like an entrepreneurial mindset thing. Like, I understand like the idea of like having a stable job, but obviously because of the virus, like that's not as much of a thing anymore. When you think it's stable, it could very well just be taken away from you. But yeah, so that's what the that's what the psychic lady said. And, you know, I'm just curious if any of that will actually happen. It's already been a couple of years, but we'll see, like, down the line. But she said that, like, my health was good, so we chillin'. Um, and then, um, senior year, um, I got drunk one night. Me and the, the guy, the, this, did some, did some stuff, and then, um, Long story short, he um, took advantage of me, and that really fucked me up. I didn't tell anyone about what happened because I didn't want to be a burden, so I kind of, like, took it all on myself and internalized it. Um, the hard thing about it was, like, I had to see him every single day because he was in my friend group, and, like, it was just so uncomfortable, on, like, both ends. It was just so uncomfortable. And, you know, once I told some people, some people had my back and then other people didn't. So I really realized who my true friends were. Because um, most of them literally didn't treat him any different or do anything 
to really like support me through my hard time and like you know once you experience kind of like traumatic things it's it really affects you as a person you know and it's just hard when you feel like some people had your back when they didn't but at the same time I felt like I didn't put as much energy into building friendships with these people because of my fear of people leaving me and you know my past experience like I mentioned earlier with like friendships and people moving away and things just not lasting um and so I just you know had my guard up and that's kind of usually how it is with me like my guard is up 95% of the time um so it's just it's just a very um, crazy situation. But yeah, because of that, I really got very, very depressed. Um, and I, you know, the, I'm not gonna, I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but I kind of turned to alcohol a little bit because I was just so sad and I just needed something to numb my pain. Um, especially just because I felt the loneliest probably I felt throughout my entire college experience not the end of my senior year just solely because it's like you know I realized who my true friends were and then being in a group but not feeling like you're there like almost disassociating you know like it's it almost feels like you have no support even though you're in a group. You feel alone within a group. And that's kind of something that I've experienced my whole life too. But it was just significantly worse and brought more so to my attention because of this whole situation. And I feel like a lot of people just um, didn't have my best interest in mind or didn't believe me. Played it off like it was nothing and it wasn't nothing. So, yeah. Um, but... The good thing about this is it got so bad where I was like, okay, I need I need to do something about this because I'm not going to be sad over this person who was literally, you know, has treated me horribly. It's not even worth it. And I, I knew that I just needed to get help. So I started talking to the, the school counselor who was actually pretty cool. I wish I did that earlier. I feel like I would have needed that, like, especially during freshman year of college, just because, like, I was really alone and isolated there, too, and I just had a really big issue adjusting, you know, to school and everything, but, you know, senior year was just so bad. <laughs> it was just so bad, um, but I'm glad I ended up going to her because, you know, if my friends weren't there for me, I'm like, at least I have you to listen to me. You're getting paid to listen to me. So, um, it was, it was really good and therapeutic and it was something I needed for sure. Um, you know, I, it didn't really get to like the, the deepest part of all my deep seated, deep seated issues, because as you could probably tell, if you've been listening to this, I have a lot of like, layers to my problems um and it's just a very like fundamental thing that has lasted for a really long time um like my whole life pretty much so it's kind of like deep-seated mental illness but um you know I've never been diagnosed with anything um before this counselor um I only went to one other therapist and, you know, in my, like, my, my dumbass was like, okay, I'm, I'm going here. And then at one point, I'm like, I feel great. And then I'm like, well, I don't need this anymore because I feel good, you know. And then once you, you're fine, you know, and you stop talking to someone, it just gets worse again. So that kind of taught me that if you really want to stay in a good place, you have to continue to talk to someone, even if you feel good like, at a certain point consistently, because if you stop, then it's just gonna get bad again. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> seek therapy if you need it, because honestly, um, if I didn't have someone to talk to, it could have ended very badly for me. But yeah, so, <laughs> now we're gonna definitively rank my college years, because, um, 
I had a lot of, I had a lot of emotional trauma to unpack there. So, um, well, my best year for sure was sophomore year because that's when I, you know, felt included and I had friends and it was just a happy, good vibe. There wasn't really too many problems. Um, and yeah. So then junior year was the second best because, um, you know, I kind of got over things relatively quickly. It wasn't too horrible. Um, and then freshman year and then senior year obviously did not end well. <laughs> but um, I am thankful, though, that senior year ended early because of the virus. Because if I had to go back there, like, oof, that would be rough for me, man. That'd be so rough. Um, but honestly, like... You know, at first, when the virus kind of canceled my senior year, um, I was upset about it. Because I was thinking, I was like, well, I'm not really going to get to say goodbye to my friends. Like, I'm going to miss everyone. Um, and then I took a step back, and I'm like, but these people aren't really there for you in your time of need. So, were they really your friends? Um, I know that I can say a few of them were, and most of them weren't. But... Um, that's okay, because, you know, if I was in their shoes and that kind of situation were to have happened, and, like, I was an outsider and I was told this information, I don't know if I would have treated, like, that person too differently either, because, you know, you don't want to cause conflict, you don't want you know, to ruin the friendship dynamic within the group or ostracize that person. But at the same time, like, you know, for the person who it happened to, like, I was on that end, like, it felt very lonely and that I wasn't believed. So that's the tea. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, <laughs> um, we're going to get back to some music. And then I will talk about what happened after I came back from school and kind of just how I'm coping with life after college and what I'm doing now. I mean, I kind of touched on it at the beginning of the show, but I figured I would go into more depth with it and kind of just tell you what's up and how I'm doing emotionally. Um, I'm sorry so far that this episode has been a downer, but trust me, it's gonna get better from here. So don't worry, I'm mentally okay right now. If you're concerned, thank you, I appreciate it. But you don't really have to be right now, cause I'm I'm doing I'm doing great, sweetie. <laughs> anyway, let's get the ball rolling with some more bops, baby. For the second music break, I played Cocoon by Catfish and the Bottlemen. I also played Telescope by Cage the Elephant. Sleep with a Baseball Bat by Cosmic Johnny. Stay by Bill Murray. And Runaway by Aurora. Okay guys, so we're back with some more commentary. So, as you can tell, I got a little toasty so I took off my sweatshirt. My face does look red, but yeah, I'm I'm just sweaty. So I'm sorry, cause God forbid my shoulders are exposed. I don't really usually wear shirts like this, but you know, you know, can air out the pits, man. <laughs> um. Anyway, so you know, after I graduated. In that bittersweet ending of the virus, um, overall I'm thankful that I didn't have to go back there. Um, but I'm also disappointed that we didn't really have like a traditional graduation ceremony. Um, initially it was supposed to be scheduled for like next weekend and didn't happen. So um, they're trying to reschedule it in the spring again. I'm hoping it's not, like, near the class of 2021 graduation because we deserve our own day, okay? That's, that's what it is. We deserve our own day. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so after I came home, you know, 
we didn't know we weren't going back, so I didn't get any closure really, um, especially because we were on spring break when the school announced that we wouldn't be returning for the rest of the semester. Um, a lot of my friends ended up staying on campus um, because they, most of them lived like out of state and really far away, and so they couldn't really get home so campus was closed, but they were allowed to get like food and stuff from the calf and everything. Um, but there was obviously like extreme precautions and everything. But it kind of sucked that we were all kind of just kicked off if we lived close. You had to have a valid enough excuse to stay. Like you'd have to um, submit like a form. And I wasn't about to do that. But I'm glad I didn't because I needed to get away because of said situation I mentioned earlier. Um, for my mental health, I really just needed it. I didn't realize at the moment I needed it, but looking back, I totally did. Um, and so I'm really glad that that happened. I'm obviously not like happy about the current climate of the world. Um, I feel like it's hard to be, but I am grateful that being exposed to that every day is like done. So um, that's good for me, <laughs> but um, yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, I fell into self-development, like, really, really hard. Um, I found the law of attraction. I fell in, like, headfirst into that. Um, but the first thing that they tell you before you really should get into it is to kind of, like, make sure you're mentally okay and do the necessary work on yourself before you try to, like, manifest things into your life. Um... But, you know, I didn't really do that, and so it negatively impacted me. Um, it caused me to be vulnerable. Um, I was involved, like I said, in, in an MLM, and I was brainwashed, but I, I can discuss that at another time in more detail, probably next week. Um, but I'll just say basically so I can, like, get to where I am now. So basically... I went from being like a type B person to a type A person and I lost all interest in anything that I've ever been interested in and it was just really weird and scary. Um, and my friends and family were like very confused and put back by it. They're like, who is this person? Um, and you know, it just took that and then hitting a wall in that to realize um, how much harm I was actually doing to myself. Um, and it was weird because I actually felt happy all the time. But, you know, deep down I really wasn't. But I felt happy. Which was very, very weird. It was like a conflict of interest. Um, but yeah, I like threw myself into doing like productive work all the time. I was a workaholic. And I was never like that. I was never type A. I was always type B. But yeah, I'll get more into depth on that next week. And kind of go into more detail about what that was like. And... All that stuff so you know after that I crashed I had I needed time to just do nothing and recover um, and plan my days around things that I really used to enjoy doing and things that I have always been like a part of my life that I kind of just pushed away um, you know and so it was just it was just a really weird time because looking back on it I, I was being, like, I was genuinely expressing my emotions how I felt them. But when I look got at that person, that wasn't me. So it was just really weird. But, um, you know, at, yeah, after that, I went back to creative outlets, like I mentioned. Um, I like to paint. I was an art major, so, yeah, I like to paint. Um, I've been journaling. I've been learning about tarot cards. <laughs> I've always been interested in like tarot, um, but I recently like started to get more into it. I've always had like a deck or two lying around that I purchased a long time ago, but I never really dedicated the time to like learn the cards. So like I'm kind of in the process of doing that. I just find it really interesting and um, I've been doing like readings for myself kind of based on like a book I have that I got um, and it's just really helpful. It's like a good tool for like guidance and it um, really gives me a wake up call. Um, 
but I just I really enjoy it. So if if you guys want, like we can do we can do a tarot card of the week on here. I get my practice in. Um, I give you some insight. That would be kind of fun. Um, so maybe I'll consider adding that in. We shall see. Um, so yeah, I've been into that. Um, I've also just been learning new skills, like um, with my YouTube editing. Um, I kind of, I upped my game a little bit on my main channel. I learned how to do like motion graphics and stuff a little bit, um, with green screen. Um, obviously I don't own a green screen because otherwise I'd be sitting in front of one because this wall is like crusty AF, but, <laughs> um, I just, um, I basically... This is this is how you cheat the system, right? You, you know, I don't I don't make the motion graphics. I just add them in the video. So you literally just go to like YouTube and you type in like I don't know, green screen effect of I don't know, fireworks, okay? And then you just put into your editing software, edit out the green part and you you're golden. You got your your fireworks in your in your video as an overlay. But yeah, that's kind of a technical thing. Um but you know, just give you a tutorial in 30 seconds. Um, but yeah, um, so I've been kind of just focusing on that. I've also been focusing on fitness a lot. Like your girl has been eating so well and I've been exercising a lot. Like I actually really enjoy it, um, you know, cause whenever I exercise, I always, feel better, you know, boost, boost my dopamine, my serotonin, um, all those neurotransmitters that I need to function as a human being. Um, so it's really good. And I'm probably the most like fit I've ever been in my whole life, the most, um, in shape. Um, and you know, I used to do all these programs like Chloe Ting and stuff. And you know, they only work for so long, and then you get afterwards, you're like, nah, I get back into bad habits. Um, but I really found a routine that, like, works for me and what I like to do. Um, so I might make an entire episode kind of dedicated to my health and fitness, my health and fitness journey, if you want to get that specific. Um, I feel uncomfortable showing my body in before and after pictures, <laughs> so that's not gonna happen. But um, I'm kind of just going to explain um, like my results with my words because um, you just have to believe me, okay? I don't like to expose my body on the internet. Um, I'm a pretty conservative person. You know, I I feel like it's just too much. Like I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't need my body, um, completely out there on the internet. So, um, forgive me for not being like those people on YouTube who do like before and after, like their fitness challenge or whatever. Okay, like you're not you're not seeing any pictures. Also, because I didn't take them, but I I've noticed a difference. Um. In my overall like energy level and just you know in my, my physique uh, and how I'm feeling mentally and emotionally because of it so yeah it's been really it's been really good so that's something I've gotten into as well but yeah so this was also another outlet I wanted to get back into this podcast radio show thing whatever this hybrid hybrid <laughs> hybrid is um because it's just a really good outlet for me like I mentioned earlier this is basically like my therapy but I also feel like um telling my story and my perspective on things will help other people um I know that there's a lot of people who need to hear some of the things that I have to say um and you know Maybe you're thinking, who are you to say um, anything? Like, why does your voice matter? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you don't have to listen to me. You're not held here against your will, honey. Um, but, I mean, like, if you can relate in any way, like, I just, I just want to relate to people and help people, you know, feel something. Um, and, you know, 
kind of through my experience expressing what I need to express just you know help people feel less alone and you know dealing with mental health and things and all that so that's why I'm doing this again and I missed it and it reminds me of college radio which was one of the few things at school that I really really enjoyed that was like that felt like mine you know like I claimed that as part of my college experience that was claimed um but yeah um I've also been doing research on um you know career stuff um it's kind of been a difficult conversation when it comes to talking to my parents about it because um they're both very like traditional people traditional minded people whereas I really just want to like learn how to make my own business and kind of like do my own thing so I've always <laughs> I've always searched up like how to make money online and all that and like everything and so I'm I've just I've been experimenting for a long time with all different stuff like TikTok TikTok makes makes me want to start like a sticker store like my art shop or whatever but then at the same time like I know I'm gonna get bored of that because my issue is that um I like something the initial excitement gets me going and then eventually it comes to a point where I'm like I'm bored and then I have to like change it up and you know it's just hard to, for me to like stick stick with something when I get bored um, because that always happens and then I have to change it up that's why my hobbies are always like shifting and you know I, I want to find something that I'm always going to be excited about and I feel like that's hard so it's like I want something that has like a variety of things um, and so through my research, I stumbled upon virtual assisting. I might do that. I'm not going to like commit <laughs> right now on this show, but um, I've really been thinking about it and, you know, it seems like it could be good for me. It would definitely push me out of my comfort zone and I'd learn a lot because, you know, your girl trying to get clients talking to other human beings, like, that, that um, couldn't be me. <laughs> uh, but it's it would have to be me because, um, you know, you need to speak to other individuals to get someone to pay you to do their mundane tasks that they don't want to do. Um, but my thing also is doing, like, thoughtless, repetitive tasks like my favorite thing in the world. So that's why I'm also right now, um, have I have a part-time job in retail just so I can get like some kind of money coming in. Um, it's really not much at all, but it's something, it gets me out of the house and at least kind of relatively social um, in a somewhat social environment. Um, especially now it's kind of just been difficult with me and my friends at home because we're all just so busy doing our own thing um my like my one friend is teaching grad school and uh, not teaching grad school she's in grad school and she's also a teaching assistant as well as working a full-time job so she's like booked um all the time so I can't really see her and then my my other friend um, she's still going to school, so she has school, and she's also doing a job. She has work. And so, that kind of leaves everyone having different schedules, and it being pretty difficult to really, like, plan any, plan things and, like, get, get together and hang out and stuff, you know? So, um, and also in this climate, it's really hard for me to go out and be social and meet new people. Um, cause not a lot of things are open or you can't really have the full experience of doing things that you would normally do in public. Like your girl wants to take like a cooking class at the community center. Okay. Cause I, I don't know how to cook. I want to learn how to cook. So by the time I move out, uh, cause I'm living with my parents right now, but the time I move out, um, I will have some culinary skills. I'll be a culinary wizard and I will I will show Gordon Ramsay how proud he should be of me. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I just really want to 
go out and learn something and then maybe meet some friends maybe a man <laughs> put it out there um but yeah i feel like i do need friends though that are different from the, like i love my friends i do i love the friends that i have i'm appreciative of them but i feel like i need more of a variety especially now because they're both they're all they're both so busy um and i want to like broaden my friend group like your girl needs some male energy like like um you know some testosterone in her life to be her friend because that you know dealing with having female friends all the time um for me i don't really relate like i've never been a fan of um gossip or just talking about boys all the time um and i feel like that's just a general um topic of conversation like i don't really care you know like other people's drama doesn't interest me so you know i'd rather just goof around and talk about sports so yeah <laughs> but yeah if you want to be my friend leave a comment um i'm kidding um but you know i really want to also just like turn some of my creative endeavors into some kind of stream of income like um this show i i want to potentially become something like the podcast version has like one ad running on it so if you would like to listen to that if you're watching the video like can you help me out <laughs> please um <laughs> You could also just, like, sponsor, um, uh, my podcast, um, if you go to anchor.fm backslash Jess in the Flesh, you can have a monthly, um, support for me. Send me some, some, um, some monetary, um, support. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. But yeah, um, don't feel pressured to give me anything, but if you're oh so compelled, I would very, very much appreciate it. Um, but anyway, up next we have our karaoke moment. So, um, if you were here when I was doing the original, like, back-to-back, -back, not back-to-back -back streams, but when I was being consistent with my Just in the Flesh streams, um... I used to do a karaoke moment in every show, um, but I from now on, I'm actually going to do, like, a cover. Ooh. So, um, this week, I am covering Read My Mind by The Killers, so I hope you enjoy.
Okay, guys, so I hope you enjoyed that cover. I'm gonna just put on some more music for y'all for the next, like, 15 minutes or so. And then we'll get to our closing question and my end of the show. And finally, I played Too Late by The Happy Fits, Rango by Catfish and the Bottleman, I Don't Wanna Know by Armors, No One Really Wants Me by Hunter and Wolf, 1922 by Boxy Oxford, and Salad Days by Minor Threat. Okay guys, so I hope you enjoyed all the musical selections today and also my commentary and such. Um, so every day, well every show, not every day, every show I like to close with a question of the day. Um, as of now I'm picking them from my Ask FM account, so if you would like to ask a question, you can do so there. Or you could just leave a comment if you're on YouTube, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, which is the purple app that comes with your phone. If you search Jess in the Flesh and scroll down to reviews, you can leave a comment and leave me a review and ask your question there. So this week's question, since it's from Ask FM, it's anonymous. Um, it says, do you believe in past lives? If so, what kind of person do you think you were? Um, well, I do believe in past lives. Um, I feel like there's a such, like a literal such thing as like an old soul. Like, I feel like, um, we just go into different bodies and you don't really remember. And in certain lifetimes, you're destined for certain things. Um, could be seen a little bit out there, but you know, um... I like to believe in it. I feel like it's just a cool concept. I like the idea of reincarnation, so why not believe in it, you know? Because that'd be sick. Um, and also recently I did um, a past life regression, one that I saw on TikTok. I think it was Brian Weiss or something. Um, you can find it on YouTube. Um, if you're watching the YouTube video of this show, I'll leave it in the description for you. Um, basically, it's kind of like a guided meditation, and it, it guides you into, um, like, the first thing that comes to mind is supposedly, like, your past life. So, mine was, like, a guy, and I was, a, I was a dude, and I was an architect. Not an architect, an archaeologist. <laughs> They're very different. I was an archaeologist, and I was, um, like, in a cave on a dig, and I had like an accident and from what I got from it, I was like away from home and I was traveling a lot and so I didn't really have a good connection with like my family and I had an accident on the job and I died. So it was kind of sad and traumatic, but um, that's what I got from it. Who knows if it was legitimate or not, but it was just fun and it's fun to think that like you have like past lives and you have like different purposes for each lifetime i just think it's fascinating and i like to i wish it was real i hope it's real because i think that's pretty cool but anyway beside the point if you want to stay in touch know the deets about um the show behind the scenes um just more info you can follow me on the social medias um on Instagram, it's at Jess in the Flesh Radio, and on Twitter, it's at Jess in Flesh. Um, and if you want to submit a discussion topic or a question, like I said earlier, you can leave a review in the Apple Podcasts app under my podcast, or you can comment below if it's on the YouTube video that you're listening or watching my show. Um, and if you would like to support the show in, um, a monetary sense, if you feel compelled to do so, um, I'll show you a little quick tutorial on how you can if you're watching. Um, basically you go to anchor.fm, the webpage, as you can see here, and there's a little support button, and you can click that, and, um, you can pay a fee per month if you'd like to support me in that sense. If not, you really don't have to, but it would be very much appreciated. Um, and I 
Hope you really enjoyed the show. I enjoy doing it, and it's really good therapy for me. So, I hope to see you next time. I hope you come back again and embark on this experience with me, because it's a grandiose time. Um, so I'll see you next week. Over and out. Yeah.